This is a clip from The Virtuoso Show, enriching entertainment through story and sound. Barbara Streisand. In short summary, in a career spanning six decades, Barbara is the epitome of show business. She is one of a very exclusive group of Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony winners. She's been awarded over two Academies, 10 Grammys, two Peabody's, and nine Golden Globes. She always dreamed of becoming an actress, but it was her voice that really got her start. After a decade of successful singing in the 1960s, she finally broke into film. Her breakout role in the acclaimed Funny Girl won the Academy and Golden Globe. Her film career continued to blossom in 1963 with the release of Yentl. She became the first woman to write, produce, direct, and star in a major studio film, winning the Oscar for the best score, and becoming the first and only woman ever to win the Golden Globe for director. However, back to her angel-esque voice. She is the best-selling female artist of all time, and her first album made the top 10 and won three Grammys. At the age of 64 and one tour, she grossed over 93 million and set house-grossing records in 14 of the 16 arenas that she played. Ladies and gentlemen, this girl is the epitome of show business. I think the meaningful message from her career is that you've got to go after what you want because you might just get it. See, Barbara was born in Brooklyn in the early 40s to Jewish parents, the mother a hobbyist soprano singer and the father a teacher. However, she experienced a loss early on. Her father died at age 34 from complications due to a seizure and from that moment on, the mother working as a low-paid bookkeeper, really struggled to keep the little family afloat. Barbara Streisand says that those early days she felt like an outcast and that it was real tough because she, she felt that everybody else's father came home from work at the end of the day, but hers didn't. Her mother really struggled to provide her daughter with the attention that she needed when all of her focus was on keeping food on the table. Barbara was quoted saying, you know, I always wanted to be somebody, to be famous, you know, get out of Brooklyn. Barbara got her first stage experience at a PGA assembly. Can you believe that? When she knocked it out of the ballpark to everyone except her very critical mother. Despite her mother's pleas that she stay out of the show business, Barbara hit the city trying to get on the stage wherever she could. The very first few years were hard for her and at age 16, she was living on her own and she had very little to her name, not even a permanent address and often found herself returning to home, to her small little flat, where her mother would cook her a warm meal. But she went by instinct. She said, I don't worry about experience. She would grace this and that stage, but her first real role, when she was asked to join the Bonsoir nightclub for $125 a week, was when she became exposed to a collection of female singers, including Billie Holiday and Ida Piaf. Being around other great talented women was an excellent way for her to develop and find her own style. And at this point in her career, she recognized 
that it may be best to gain her chops and recognition as a singer, and then transition into film. Her first role in the New York stage was singing solos at a satirical comedy, which received terrible reviews and closed the next day. See, guys, this is a lesson right here. It's never just, bam, you get it out of the gate. Because look at Barbara's career right now. She just, she just failed. She just had a terrible review in the satirical comedy. However, on the bright side, this is when she had the manager, Martin Ehrlichman, help her get a few gigs and eventually land her at the Blue Angel in Manhattan, where she started to take off. Martin, her manager, stayed with her for the next 50 years. An enlightened excerpt is that, you know, Barbara was quoted at one point saying that, art does not exist only to entertain, but also challenge one to think, to provoke, even to disturb in a constant search for truth. And, funny thing is, around the time that I was born in 93, Streisand was dating a much younger tennis champion named Andre Agassi, who later wrote in his autobiography, So what if she's 28 years older than me? We're simpatico, and the public cry only adds to the spice of our connection. It makes our friendship feel forbidden, taboo. Another piece of my overall rebellion. Dating Barbara Streisand is like wearing hot lava. <laughs> oh, I can relate. So, the clever concept behind Miss Barbara, I think, lies in her artistry, which is a brilliant blend. You know, what she does is she applies the blue ocean strategy, like a business strategy, where she differentiates herself rather than being only a singer or only an actor, or only a comedian. She is a woman that has the brilliant blend of all three. And she discovered that her Brooklyn style of humor was well-received, and she refined her conversational ability to charm the audiences between her singing, which could be compared to the likes of Judy Garland and Fanny Bryce. You know, she had the ability, the innate ability, to keep rhythm and meaning between song and speech. Barbara sings to us in a mezzo-soprano voice, which has incredible dynamic, and she can be both intimate and soft, and the next minute be both powerful and loud. Her voice is somewhat operatic for a pop singer, with her ability to belt out notes and hold a quality of tone. She has a rolling vibrato and a distinct Brooklyn nasal quality to her voice. I think, you know, it's kind of funny. Looking at her career and trying to find her flaw, it's challenging. But there was one moment where she was walking onto the stage to get an award, and she tripped over herself. See, guys, it can happen to the very best of us. Anyway, thank you for listening to my little excerpt about Barbara. She is an inspiration to me, and I think that anyone in show business would say that she is one of the best alive. So thank you, Barbara, for gracing us with your amazing talent. Thanks for taking a moment to listen to this excerpt. If you like what you've heard here, maybe you'd enjoy the full show. 
I invite you to check it out wherever you get your podcasts. If you love what I'm doing and you want to support me, please go to trevorsthoughts.com and sign up for my email. Alternatively, you can shoot me a quick message at muse at trevorsthoughts.com. That's M-U-S-E, like the Greek muses. I'll send you an email back and we can begin our relationship from there. Till next time, aloha.